Hey friends, I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. Hey friends, welcome to the Naked Marriage Podcast. We're Dave and Ashley Willis continuing in our series on back to the basics. We're going back to those wedding vows that you and your spouse exchanged maybe a few months ago, maybe decades ago. Maybe you're preparing to exchange those vows with a fiance here in the in the near future. Whatever season you're in though, going back to the basics of what these vows really mean, I think is huge. And so we're unpacking them one at a time. Last week, it was to love and to cherish. And this week, it is for better or for worse. And we've got a surprise at the end. I think for the rest of the series, we're going to yes. end these episodes with something cool. Our friends, uh, Kenny and Heidi, two of our marriage mediators who help couples who are you know, going through all variety of struggles. They do a great job. At our staff Christmas party at EXO, we got this present from them called Let's Get Deep. And it's this card game. This isn't a commercial. These people don't like sponsor the podcast, but we got this present and the the cards are really cool. They're conversation starters and questions. So we're going to ask each other one of these without telling the other what it is. So in real time, we're going to get a deep question that we're going to ask each other at the end of these episodes. And this might be a question you and your spouse could ask each other, right? So it might spark some great conversation for you. But before we dive in, the love of my life here, who if you're watching on YouTube, you see she's dressed as a beautiful ski bunny she looks like she walked bunny. right out of a hallmark movie like she is the the female lead of a hallmark movie going back to her quaint little snow-covered hometown to find love i do love a little beanie hat you just look radiant well i went on a walk today and it was a little crisp and so i have on my patagonia you know pull over with my my beanie but looks i'm like glad you, you like i'm it. gonna be distracted this whole time <laughs> you're just... so silly before we jump in, uh, I want to share one review because you guys are awesome. If you love this podcast, the best way to get out the word is to leave a review, specifically on Apple Podcasts. Spotify doesn't let you do um, written reviews quite yet, so go to Apple Podcasts, leave a review. All right, this one is five stars, says, Be- Bless Beyond Measure, and it's from One True Love 2911. It says, Thank you for all you do for God uh, and this ministry. This podcast has helped me in so many ways. God is bringing healing and restoration into my life and my marriage. I even listen with my 18 and 20 year old in the car. I want them too to know that God's way is always best. I love it. I just love Thank that. You. That encourages us. And like Ashley said, it yes. does help other people discover the podcast. And you, when you do something like that, you're partnering with us to, to spread the word. So thank you. Yes. All right, let's dive right. in. For better or for worse, sweetie, this is, a, this is a big vow. And I think when you're standing there on the wedding day, most folks... They're only thinking of the for better part because yeah. everything looks perfect. You know, everybody's dressed perfectly. It's like, yes, this is our magical moment. It, we're never going to struggle. We're yeah. never going to have any hardship. But every couple experiences hardship. 
It's true. And we were those wide-eyed, bushy-tailed, you know, and we were very young, you know, when we got married, I was 20, you were 22. And now we've been married 22 years. But I remember on, you know, on that day, just thinking like, what could go wrong? And I think that, you know, you want to go into your marriage with hope and you want to go into your marriage uh, thinking that good things are going to happen. But I think it's also, it's good to know that you're not alone in having struggles. And just because you and your your spouse may have some struggles, even right out of the gate, it doesn't mean you married the wrong person. I think it's just a testament to the world we live in. We live in a fallen world. We live in a world where sometimes we bring things on ourselves due to our own choices and habits. And other times things just happen to us. And I think when two people are coming together, we're also, we forget, you know, that we're not only the two of us, but we're bringing in our backgrounds, we're bringing in our families, we're bringing in our um, expectations that sometimes we have spoken, but many times we haven't spoken. And I know for us, um, a lot of those unspoken things kind of, I think, really surprised us and led maybe to some disagreements and frustrations that we just really had to work through. And thankfully, we you know we did work through those. There were times we had to reach out for professional help. I mean, there was some stuff right out of the gate in our marriage with family dynamics we shared all and married into the family. We really had trouble with uh, our some of our family relationships, and it just threw us for a loop. I mean, it really, really threw us for a loop. But we very quickly reached out for professional counseling because we were like, we don't know what we're doing. Like, we yeah, don't know. Yeah. This is beyond our own capacity at the moment. And so we went to a counselor and the counselor handed us the book boundaries, which is still around Townsend and cloud. You guys have heard us talk about this many times if you're avid listeners to the podcast, but it's still around and it's really good. I mean, it's really good stuff. It's been updated. And this really helped us like meeting with that counselor and meeting and reading the book and going through like what boundaries need to be in place and just knowing like we can do this. Like there are tools that we can do to get through this hard season it was very helpful. And there's been other things, you know, we've talked about, um, you know, just different struggles we've gone through, my anxiety and depression, your pornography stuff. We've had health struggles. Yeah, plenty of health struggles, financial yeah, struggles. A lot of financial struggles in well, the beginning, especially. Moved, moving is stressful. We have moved way more than most folks. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, yeah, we've, we, we have, we've moved a lot and everyone has that been very stressful. stressful. Uh, Gosh. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've got it good. I'm not complaining. I mean, we've got it right. good. It's not There's a competition. More good than bad. I think sometimes we're afraid to ever voice, not us, but just in general, we're afraid to ever voice any struggle that we have because we think, well, somebody has it worse. And so well, it invalidates sure somebody has it worse. because somebody of course has yeah. it worse, but we think that that invalidates our own experience or feeling, well, I can't complain because you know, somebody, somebody else that I know has it worse. Mm-hmm. But that's that's a wrong mindset. It's the same mindset that says, well, I can't be thankful because somebody might have it, it better. better. Yeah. We need to embrace our experience right where we are, be thankful for the good, acknowledge the difficult, and uh, and really communicate about it. And I think communication is key for so many reasons, because there are going to be some times when maybe you feel like the marriage is in a good place, mm-hmm. but your spouse is feeling like things are in a difficult place. You know, I had a, a, a kind of a funny story. A friend of mine, a friend of ours, called me a few months ago because Ashley and I, a few years back on our 20th anniversary, we went to Costa Rica and this friend was wanting to take his family to Costa Rica for the first time. And so he was calling me kind of for some travel advice. And so he called and he was like, Hey, I'm I'm wanting to take my family. How was it? We started talking about it. 
and I was trying to give him tips. And I said, well, listen, you know, for flight deals, uh, you could do this. And he immediately <laughs> says, well, no, I don't need the flight deals because, you know, we're going to be taking our private our plane. Private jet. Our, our pilot is already, you know, has all that worked out. I said, OK, no problem. Well, for food, there's this great hole in the wall place here. These places. And he said, well, actually, for food, we're going to be taking our own personal chef. Um, they're preparing all of our meals for us. And, and I was like, oh, right, no problem. Um, well, you know, the, the, the guides are great because, you know, they, they, they know English. And he's like, well, uh, you know, Spanish is my first language. So, yeah, you know, he's like, I, I don't need a guide. And, uh, <laughs> and pretty quickly I realized we were talking about the same place, but we were talking about two completely different experiences right. in the you same did place. Give him some ideas. I did. Though. Yeah. I gave some For ideas. Excursions and but, things uh, like that. I just thought, yeah, we're, we're talking about two totally different experiences here. Yeah. And I think sometimes in marriage, you and your spouse can be in the same place, but you can be having two completely different experiences yep. uh, for a number of reasons. And so you can't assume that you know what's going on with your spouse. You can't assume that just because things feel good to you, that they feel equally good to your spouse. They might be going through struggles that they're not mm -hmm. voicing. They might be feeling a disconnection from you. And so you have to constantly stay connected. Don't make assumptions and make sure that you're you're in the same place, not only physically, but emotionally, spiritually, that you're you're staying tuned yeah. into each other. Exactly. Because and and that's the thing. I think staying tuned in is so, you know, important. We talk a lot about getting on the same page. And I think that sometimes people feel doomed if they're not exactly on the same page at the same time. And I would say you need to expect that there will be moments yeah. where one of you is a little ahead of the other spiritually. Um, even in your jobs financially, that can cause a little rub there when you're, you know, one significantly earning more than the other. And you're like, mm, you know, and I think that, you know, there can be emotionally like, you know, I know when I was going through my anxiety and depression, I had kind of regressed emotionally, like, cause I was dealing, it was kind of stunted, you know, cause I was dealing with my own kind of stuff. And so, but I think the main thing is you may not be exactly in the same place in all these areas, but when you come together and say, I may not completely understand what you're going through right now, but I'm on the same page as far as our marriage being a priority yeah, yeah. and being um, something that we are, you know, we're both on the same page as like, yes, we're going to fight for each other. We're not going to just let the the things that happen in life kind of throw us to and fro. Like we're going to make sure we're in this together. And I know, I mean, we've, we've certainly had that. Like when you've gone through your health struggles, I didn't go through the same health struggles. Like right. my thyroid, thank goodness, is working just fine. Thank God. But um, but it's like, and I don't even understand all the ins and outs of that. I don't have a medical history, but I did my part as your wife to try to understand. And then like both of us would look for solutions. Like, what can we do? Like, what are some things we can do? We talk to people who also have, you know, thyroid issues and and then of course got great medical help. And I think just praying through that too, like always coming back together because the hard part about all this, especially for those of you who are engaged or maybe you're newlyweds, is that we just really dread, like human beings, we dread the hard, like we don't want to go through the worse. We're like, no, 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 it's just going to be better and better and better. And, you know, the truth of the matter is, you know, Jesus himself said, in this world, you will have trouble. And then Jesus says, but take heart, I have overcome the world, meaning like you're going to go through hard stuff. 100% you're going to go through it. It's going to look different for every person, but it's going to be hard. You're going to have hard moments. But he also tells us you're not going to go through it alone because Jesus has overcome everything. So we're never going to go through it alone. And he is with us in it. And as married Christians, we need to be in whatever trouble we're going through, whoever's experiencing it, because sometimes it is just one individual that is really going through the yeah, loss yeah, or the true. trauma or whatever it is, but we're still in it together as married people where we've made a covenant to be there through the good, the bad, and the ugly. And what's so crazy about it. And I promise you, and those of you who've been married a long time, you know, this, 
What's so crazy about going through those hard times is if you choose to face them together and you fully surrender them to the Lord, you actually end up experiencing the better on the other side. Like not because the situation's necessarily cleared up and you can even experience the better in the midst of it because there's a closeness. Like there's this, there's this grit that you gain from it. There's this intimacy you gain from it in walking through that season, even if you hated it. I mean, there's seasons I'm like, I do not want to live through that again. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go through my four-year depression and anxiety bout again. Like I, it was horrible. You know, I wouldn't wish that on anyone, but I'm not scared if it does happen. I, I know that we're going to get through it because we've gone through hard stuff. Yeah, we, we'll get through it. You know, we live in a military community. We have so much respect for our, our military families uh, everywhere that we go. We, yeah, we, we really just we really do. Them. So shout out to all you guys. Thank you for your service. But there is a saying you military families are very familiar yes. with. In the military, they say, embrace the suck. Embrace the suck. And it's referring to the the difficult parts of the journey, the, mm -hmm. the deployment, the training, you know, all those moments where it's just difficult and you, you can't wish it away. You mm -hmm. have to just embrace the moment. Like this is where we are right now. And I don't love it. I don't love it. Yeah. You don't love it. We're going to face it together. And you know what? We're going to be stronger because we walked through this together. Mm -hmm. And in marriage, you know, for, for lack of a better phrase, sometimes you have to embrace the suck. Sometimes yeah. you don't go out trying to cause issues, but you know that struggles will come. And when they right. come, the Bible says, you know, like Ashley said, hardships will come. The mm -hmm. book of James says those hardships will actually produce strength and faith yes. within us if we, if we face them the right way. And facing them the right way means not growing bitter. It means um, not growing isolated, yeah. leaning on God, leaning on each other, uh, working together for solutions. But even while you're waiting to embrace the season you're in and look for the good right where you are. Don't feel like yeah. life won't start until we get through this. No, there's going to be so much good. There are so many difficult seasons we've walked through, but looking back, there were so many good things happening in the midst of those struggles. Mm -hmm. Then later growth came because of those struggles. But even while we were struggling, we can see now God was doing so many really good things and sweet things yeah. even then. And so don't miss out on those things. Um, every season, has its has struggles every season has blessings now inflation is out of control and it just seems like money flies out the window i look at our account daily and i'm just like where does this money go and you're probably the same way and that's why i'm really excited about a new ad partner we have called rocket money this is an app that helps you in real time see exactly where your money is going and even more importantly they'll help you identify and cancel subscriptions that you're not using on average they're saving their users $720 a year. I didn't think I had any subscriptions we weren't using, but this is what happens. You sign up for a, a free subscription to something, you're not using it, and that free subscription runs out. You're paying five or 10 bucks a month for the rest of your life until you cancel it. Rocket Money helped us identify it, get that under control, and save a bundle right from the start. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscription, guys. That's half a billion bucks. You need to get your share of that. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions today by going to rocketmoney.com slash naked. That's rocketmoney.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Start saving money today. One goal we've had as a family lately is to try to just eat healthier and junk is sometimes more convenient and we're eating unhealthy, not because we want to, but it's just because it's what's easy to grab. But then came along Thrive. That's right. Thrive Market is helping us in really simple, practical ways. And as a Thrive Market member, we save money on every single grocery order. 
On average, we save over 30% each time, which I mean, I don't know about you, but I love saving money. They even have a deals page that changes daily and always has some of our favorite brands, which right now we are loving the Hum brand, Zero Sugar Kombucha. And so check those out. Go to Thrive Market, join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash naked for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash N-A-K-E-D, thrivemarket.com slash naked. Now, it's going to tilt sometimes. Sometimes it's going to feel like a lot more blessing than struggles. Other times it's going to feel like a lot more struggle than blessings. But every season has both. And so always be thankful for what's the good that's happening and always lean on each other and trust God for the difficult that's happening. And uh, and you're going to get through it. You will. You know, this may be TMI, but you guys know that we are full on. We might as well call this the the. TMI marriage mm. podcast. Too much information with David Ashley. <laughs> more, more, sorry, more than you want to know. And, um, but I want to say this in real time. Uh, if you guys have been listening in real time, you know that I just had a hysterectomy now about three weeks ago and a couple days. Okay. And um, I've really, I've had a really good recovery. And um, I had the robotic version of the hysterectomy, which is, you know, less invasive. Um, so you usually have a faster recovery, but because it is robotic, you know where I'm going with this? No. I okay. Um, because it is robotic, my doctor has been very, very adamant that we cannot have intercourse for three months. Okay. Yeah. And he is, every time I've had an appointment with him, he just harps on this thing. And I'm like, do you listen to our podcast doctor? Because you're <laughs> really telling me this more than probably the average patient. But um, make sure he's like, please, you know, and it's to protect, you know, it's for better recovery in the long run. And he's like, and I've been doing this a long time. And this is like, I know it's not a great thing, but like, and I know other people even hysterectomy or not have had to maybe have moments like that. Yeah. Seasons of, um, and this was something we were really dreading, but we knew going into it, we talked about this. We're like, we're just going to have to be creative. You know, we're going to still be intimate, but in a creative way. And I feel like it's kind of, it's been kind of, we're still very close. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, we've not dreaded it. It's been kind of funny at times, but, um, it's been really like sweet. And I think that just like when you were going through your um, testosterone Sweet, but issues. I'm I'm still no, no, counting no. down. Well, no, we're <laughs> counting down. But I'm saying like my point here is that you can kind of grow in other ways yeah, and absolutely. connect in other ways. And it's, I feel like it reminds me of the time years ago when you went through your testosterone issues and your libido was plummeted, but we had to take things slower and we had to be creative. And it was like, it kind of brings you back to just like, I don't know. It's, it's more about just being, being in the here and now and finding ways to connect, you know? Yeah. And I think that maybe, maybe you don't have a doctor telling you, you can't actually have sexual intercourse for a certain amount of time, but I think it could be a lot of things like maybe you're apart for a long time because of a job, you know, move, or maybe you're military and somebody's on a deployment. I mean, it could be a lot of different things, but I think that finding ways in times when you're like, I don't love this. I don't love that. I can't, you know, have intercourse for a lengthy time, but like, I'm going to not let that be an excuse to grow apart. I'm going to really be even, I mean, we've had, we've tried to be really super intentional to not do that. And we've really like, you know, we check in a lot anyway, but we, I think we've been checking in even more like, how are you feeling? And, and, you know, just all those things, like trying to make sure we're serving one another. And so that's probably TMI, but I'm just sharing in real time. Like, this was something we were kind of like, we were excited about the hysterectomy because I needed to have it. Yeah. And your, your quality but of life is going to be better. Way better. Um, 
really, you know, sex life. Will and then be, you'll never have, I'll never have a period you know? again. So it's going to be awesome. Gonna be amazing. But, but in the meantime, there's this season of, of kind of waiting on yeah, that. And healing. And I healing. Mean, I can't, there's a season I'm of not healing. totally 100% yet. And so. you got to embrace the season you're in. Right. Good stuff, guys. Hey, we're going to continue these conversations. Before we, we jump off this episode, as promised, we're going to get deep. That's we're going right. to each ask each other one of these questions. Again, it's let's get deep. Yeah. A couple's questions for couples. And thank you, Kenny and Heidi, for the gift. Kenny and Heidi. The, again, this is not a commercial. We don't know who, who even produces this game. But... Ooh, my, mine's kind of serious. You have to pick the top one. All right. We said we didn't know. I mean, this one's a little bit. All right. Well, this one kind of relates to what we've been talking about. Yeah, mine does. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah. my, my, you want to do mine Yeah, you first? go ahead. You go ahead. And these will be quick, too. So yeah. we'll, we'll do, try to do quick. Even though this one is not like a, we have whole episodes on this. But, sweetie, it's what do you consider cheating? Oh yeah, that's, that's some of these are fun questions, and some of these are like that's dun, heavy, dun, yeah. Dun. Mm. So yeah, okay. So the word infidelity, we've talked about this. It doesn't mean sexual affair. It means I mean that's part of it. It, it means broken <laughs> fidelity, broken right. trust is all that it means. And so really, any form of breaking trust in your marriage, any form of secrecy, is a form of right. cheat of breaking the vows, breaking the covenant. Now there are certain like you know different levels of that. Um, like, you know, hiding an Amazon purchase versus having right. a sexual affair, obviously, or like in two different universes. But I think really any form of secrecy opens the door to to broken intimacy, broken fidelity. And so like just, emotional. Right. Yeah. Just and sexual, just keeping secrets, hiding anything. It might not even be a relationship. It could yeah. be financial. It could be um, just actively trying to deceive your spouse in some way, yeah. uh, I think would be a form of I, cheating. I totally agree. All right. Your question, what's something you're glad is in the past? And oh my goodness. Why? And so like some of the for better, for worse, what's one of those maybe worse things that, you know, maybe we grew through it and all, but you're really glad that it's over. Oh my gosh. You know, honestly, I would say, and we, we've mentioned this, but we really, really had, you know, kind of our own doing, but a lot of financial stress, um, yeah, in the yeah, beginning gosh, of our marriage. I mean, I was still a college, college we student. We were broke you your first and job. And in debt. Yeah. Like being in debt. I think honestly that we never want to go back there. Like that was something where we just felt like a slave to the, the, yeah. the debts that we owed. And, um, I literally drive a 22 year old car right now. It's as old as our marriage. I mean, and it's because <laughs> I just don't want a car payment. You go Toyota Avalon. And, Every day that car starts, I feel like I'm winning at life. Like, one yes. more day, baby. One more day of this paid off beauty. And <laughs> in our old van that we just replaced the engine last year because we're still yeah. driving. Yeah, it. so we're not driving fancy vehicles, but you know what? We it's I feel freedom mm -hmm. when I'm driving around in a paid off vehicle. Right. But because we used to have just debt, you know, we had credit card debt. We, we had did. and it's exhausting. I will never I want to share this really quick. So like um I remember one year, and this is probably the first four years of marriage. I don't even know. Well, maybe the three years. We, I don't even know if we had Cooper yet, but we were like, you know, I'm tired of driving all cars. Let's just go lease a new car. Let's get a good, and they had a good deal going. We went, yeah. Oh, they always good. have a good deal. Oh, I know. I know. It smelled good. And we were like, oh, we're so tickled. We got a Toyota Camry. We were like, oh. And um, anyway, we just, you know, went, we went, drove it back home. We lived from where we, the church where we were serving, where Dave was also um, on staff was like 30 to 40 minutes from where we lived. And we, you know, reading the fine print realized about the mileage thing with leasing. Okay? Oh yeah. And as we were doing, Oh, and I was also in a, in a, my, teaching, we were driving a lot. I was doing my, my teaching master's program at the time. And I had to drive another 30 minutes, the other direction. So we had a lot of driving and we were doing the math and we were like, 
we're we're going to end up owing like having fees because yeah, of this. all the mileage overages. It, so, we realized we don't own this car. This car owns us. Exactly. So what do we do, sweetie? We took it back. We, we took realized it back. there's like a 48 hour grace period. They don't tell you In about Kentucky. At least I don't know. They, if they, did, do they don't places. tell you about. So we took that thing back and we're like, man, we cannot afford this. No and questions that, asked. And that salesman who'd been so nice when we were buying it, he was not nearly so nice, but no. they took it back as they had to do. And I felt so much freedom. We did go on and, and just kind of get in a clunker instead that we could afford. Yes. So guys, this isn't even a richer or poor episode. We'll get well, to more of this later, regret. but, we were talking about that, but so. it's, yeah, it's, yeah, that is a, a, a regret, but we learned and, we learned and we're moving forward. So guys, it's always keep learning and growing. There's no reason to beat yourself up for the past, um, but always learn and keep moving forward and try to not repeat the mistakes of the past because some of the hardships we face are unnecessary and self-inflicted. Yeah. And we're trying to avoid those as we go. Yes. Guys, hey, thanks so much for tuning in. We, we're so enjoying this series. We're enjoying the speaking season we're in right now. This coming weekend, we're going to be at Church of the Highlands in Alabama, um, live at Grants Mill and broadcasting live to all of the campuses throughout Alabama. And uh, we're just, we're honored. We we're love, so excited. We love Church of the Highlands, guys. Can't wait to see you. We got more EXO tour stops coming up this spring. You can go to xomarriage.com uh, to get the full schedule there. And we will see you next week as we continue going back to the basics in marriage.